podcasting to all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast, episode number 222. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. And I have a new microphone. <laughs> so what happened? Was it the batteries in your other one? Uh, it's old. It was old. It was a uh, one of the ones that has a, is a rechargeable. Uh-huh. Wireless and the batteries eventually give out on those. Yeah. So I think that's what it was. But I have a new set, but I'm just using them for uh, the uh, just for the audio input right now. And I wasn't real happy with the way the audio was coming out on the headset anyway. So I got myself an actual microphone. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So hopefully my audio will be. No, you sound point. fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hearing something but i don't you you said you didn't hear it so. i don't hear it so it's got to be on your end so no there's and, no buzzing i have to apologize because i am woefully unprepared oh tell this. us why renata well <laughs> and this will eventually release my secret identity but oh no it's because i am doing my second taping with a travel channel show called the dead files mm-hmm. i am in other iterations also a professional genealogist i have way too many different jobs i have never figured out what i want to be when i grow up and um if you're unfamiliar with the show it's i mean i was pretty skeptical the first time they called me because it's uh one of those paranormal investigation shows Mm -hmm. where they do an investigation of a house that's supposedly haunted and then they've got Two cat, uh, two hosts. One of whom does the paranormal investigation, and the other person does uh, heads up the research team that does information about the history of the house, the history of the people who live there, and such. And they always hire a local genealogist to do any stuff that they need for boots on the ground, or uh, and also for um, appearing on the show to give the local information. Uh, I did this with them in March of this past year, and that episode will be airing early next year and i i will tell people when it's going to be because as i said you'll know my name then but oh well and um <laughs> well it's not like your real name hasn't been associated with the show before. i know well that was then i was... didn't want them to do that but <laughs> back in was it 2008 I, something like that or earlier 2007 i don't know something like that we did the uh the documentary second skin yeah and they put my real name in the credits, even though I asked them not to. But they did. And so if you really want to know, you can look at the credits. Yeah. But um, it's, you know, it's, it's just not that that big a deal. Um, but it's it's actually a lot of fun. And I've been very impressed, at least the historical research side of it. Um, they're, they have a lot of integrity. I mean, I check all the stuff that they send me. They don't make me say anything that I can't back up with the with the research. So, I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun. And But when they do these things, it's like a week of completely frantic activity. I've been uh, going out of town, doing on research trips and such like that. I was meeting with the producers today for lunch, and... I know it's not, it all sounds so glamorous, but hey, we just mostly just talked over pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not talking about you know going to the Ritz here, but um, it's a lot of fun. And but 
I've had absolutely no time to do anything this week other than that. So I'm just going to follow your leads. That, well, that's okay because uh, BlizzCon was this past weekend, and during everything, I was taking a boatload of notes. Mm. So we're working off of my hey. notes. Uh, uh, yeah, so BlizzCon, I didn't go this year. Hopefully, I'll go next year. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I'll go next year. But we were talking about like what are they going to announce and it did seem like it was a little too early to hear about the new expansion and they even said yes it's a little too early to talk about the expansion but they did announce a few things so let let's go through this first off uh, the overwatch league which uh-huh. I, i'm wearing the overwatch league shirt I, yes i see that i absolutely love this logo as soon as i saw it i said oh i gotta get this on a shirt and i went <laughs> to the blizzard store and they had it on a shirt so Yes, I'm I'm wearing it uh, right now. By the way, I just must say, even though it says it on the bag, please wash these before you wear them because, my God, the chemicals are burning my eyes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the Overwatch League is supposed to be a way for people to play Overwatch professionally if you're good enough. Uh-huh. So they're talking about like salaries and benefits, and I think this is going to be really good for people. And I, I got to say, like I play a ton of Overwatch, uh, there was somebody, I, I'm level two, no, one, what am I, 132 now or something like that. There was a guy in one of my games the other day that was like level 400 and something. They wow. had those four stars. I'm like, oh, damn, man. But I was thinking about playing in competitive leagues or something like that because I, I'm good. I, I mean, I'm... Not one of those people that really brags about myself. I'm I'm not like that. But when I'm constantly getting plays of the game and gold and this and that, and I'm like, mm, maybe I should actually try and find some people that play. And, and I was playing with um, Pam Horton and her friends the other day, uh-huh. and we you know, we won and we lost. There, it 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 was a lot of fun. But I found myself playing better with people. That I know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Then uh, on voice chat, rather than a bunch of strangers that really don't care about you or anything, and they don't care. I mean, it was it was far more fun playing with people that I knew. Well, I think that's true of any game. Yeah. That you know other people's play styles. You know what they're good at. You know what they're not good at. Mm-hmm. And voice chat always gives you a huge, huge advantage. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know, I'm going to look into this. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Diablo 1 will be in Diablo 3. Yeah, actually, I, I thought this was good. Now, I, I also have a couple of notes about Diablo because uh, when I wasn't playing WoW for four years, I was mostly playing Diablo. Mm-hmm. And I played all the seasons, and I've got characters that are probably woefully behind because I I replaced my computer back in November, and I still haven't loaded Diablo onto it, mm-hmm. so I mean, I haven't played for a little while, but um, I was pretty psyched about this, because Diablo 1 had a had a real feel to it, and I played it for a very, very long time, yeah, it, yeah. it's kind of nostalgic to go back. Now, the one thing I'm not looking forward to is they said, like Diablo 1, you're only able to move in eight directions. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, oh boy, that's going to take some getting used to. Yeah, it is. It it really is. And I think it's going to, I think some people that have not played with eight directions are not going to be used to it. (laughs) Those of us that played Atari and Nintendo for years, 
yeah, we'll, we'll be okay with it. But even me, like, I'm, I don't know how used to what I'm going to be. Hey, I remember two directions. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sombra was announced for Overwatch. Uh, she's on the PTR. I have not played the PTR yet. She looks like a lot of fun, and so I, I plan on playing that character sometime this week. So. I, I really don't have anything else to say about that. I saw that the PTR was ready, but I uh, I was just I needed I needed to play some Overwatch last night. That's all I'll say. So so there <laughs> oh, was that. <laughs> I did want to say a couple other things about Diablo three though. They oh yeah are, yeah. They're, they're bringing out the Necromancer. Oh yes, you wanted to talk about that. I loved the Necro mm-hmm. when I was playing Diablo two. In fact, that was one of my one of my favorite tunes. Was it was a Necromancer. And when Diablo 3 came out, I was very disappointed that they didn't have it. And they were trying to make the Witch Doctor kind of have that same thing. It's a pet class. Mm -hmm. But they were kind of putting together the Necromancer and the Druid into one character. And I'm not sure how successful that was. So I was happy that they are going to bring back the Necromancer. There's um, a lot of discussion about how they're going to make it different from the witch doctor and i can't say the blizzard's answers on this have been particularly satisfying because they say well you know it's just kind of look and feel mm-hmm. and i said okay we got to have a little more than that um not just that you can blow up your minions as a necromancer and you really shouldn't do that as your as a witch doctor although you can do that with the witch doctor too is just not as much fun um they also said, thank God, that they're bringing in a World of Warcraft innovation in the stash tab for your reagents. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I bank space is always, always, always a problem on any of these Blizzard games. But yeah. it's much worse in Diablo than it is in Blizzard. It is. It's, I have to say that the, the space problem has been one of my biggest turnoffs for Diablo. Uh-huh. And, yeah, so that, that'll be good. At least it's not the old days where you had to have a Herodric cube to have the extra <laughs> spaces to store things. But, Lord, it ain't good. Right. Uh, but I may actually, you know, reload my Diablo and start playing again just mm-hmm. for just for fun. Okay. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> what is that? Deckard Cain Deckard Cain, uh... yes. Um, uh, Hearthstone announced that there's going to be a new Gadgetzan uh, expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't play Hearthstone. Neither do I. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of random. St- I'm, I'm not a fan. So and well, it's fun, but I, I just go, God, man, you know, I, you don't know where the cards are in your deck, and I just go, nah, I'm not. <laughs> I have some friends who play it. Um, I've never gotten into the deck games, but, you know, to each his own. Me neither. All right. So, World of Warcraft, what's next? So, this is uh, a list of stuff that I wrote down about the what's next panels. So um, they're talking about the steady stream of content, which has been a problem since Cata. And so at the end of Cata, or e- even in between patches in Cata, there was a long drought. And yes. they're acknowledging this. And the thing is, it's like Apple or any other company where people say, well, you've done this great you know, bunch of innovations, but... When there's a drought, they start yelling at these companies. Like, okay, like how come Apple hasn't innovated this, or how you know there are so many people that work at Apple. Same thing with Blizzard. There are so many people that work at Blizzard. How come they haven't innovated anything? I was like, well, sometimes that maybe they have some innovations, but these things take time. 
to get done right. So I don't feel that way. I don't subscribe to that. I feel that if a company, any company, is good at what they do, they'll figure it out. Right. So Blizzard is figuring out to keep a steady stream of content. Now, hopefully this works because originally what they said was they wanted to have an expansion every year. And we all know that's not true. No. And, and it's not possible. Even back then, I thought, no, once a year. Because if you think think about where we are now in WoW. So the game came out August 30th. Uh-huh. The region came out August 30th. And here we are, November 9th. I'm still working on Felomorn. And oh, me so, too. Yeah, me too. so it's... It, this isn't something that you can just do in a year and then it ta- and then you have to have the story and everything. So there's that. Um, they're also talking about making it a living world. This is something that I've wanted for years where when you log off, things happen in the world and then you log on and things have changed since you log back in. Uh, so that's something I'm interested in seeing also. So they said they're working on that also. Now, what would be an example of that? Well, this is something I've always wanted to see. Now, you remember in Burning Crusade, um, Hala, people could take over. There was that city yeah, in the middle. Yeah. So you could take over the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. and But that was not sort of what I wanted. Like, for example, what if you logged in one day and Gadgetzan was run by the Alliance for a week or something? Well, mm. well, that's sort of like halal. That's maybe that's not a a good example. What if um, you had to work on making sure that certain NPCs were available somewhere, or what if you were able to blow up buildings uh-huh. or something? That had them stay blown up. And have them stay blown up. Now, maybe that's an extreme example, but I'd I'd like something where you can actually fight and work on something in your in your world. So we'll, we'll see what they do. Yeah. It's it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting point because if you think about it, although things change temporarily, it's really kind of a static world. You Mm -hmm. go back and nothing's changed from the last time that you were there. There's, there's small changes. Things open up like, you know, doors you couldn't open in the, uh, the Academy in, Asuna, mm-hmm. you can open up if you've opened, you know, that sort of thing. But there really aren't too many big permanent changes. Right. Right. So we'll see. So they talked about patch 715, mm-hmm. which is coming out very soon. And they and they actually mean very soon. <laughs> like um, as in within the next month or so? Well, they said, what did they say? That the P, did they say, I think they said that 715 is going to be on the PTR right after BlizzCon. Ah. So that soon. Okay. Uh, and this is, and they also talked about how they wanted each patch type to be a certain rule set. And what that means is, like the the dot dot releases, like seven point one point five, would not have major changes. And then like a dot release, the like seven point two, which we'll get to, that will have more major changes in the game. Well, that makes sense. That's pretty much a convention of the software industry. It is, but there are times when they put out like whole dungeons and a dot dot release. Yeah. Uh, so here's what they're. Th- this is going to be Legion's first small patch, as they said. Um, it's going to have updates and more rewards, and this is what they're talking about. There's going to be new evergreen content. What they mean by that, it's not tied to a moment in the story or anything or a zone. It's just going to be something that happens in the world as a whole. 
Uh-huh. So I like that. Um, and then here, this is something I wrote up. Priority in getting content to players, not holding it back until the next dot release. So what they mean by that is, um, he said that, let's say they have 10 things uh-huh. that they want to get done. Eight of them are done. But they they hold back until the other two are done. That's what they used to do. What they're right. going to do now is they're going to just release the eight if the other two are not dependent on them. And, uh-huh. and so that's how they're going to start releasing all these things. I think that's a really good idea. And it helps keep the game up to date. And then people won't talk about the content drought. Although I personally can understand a bit of a content drought at the end. Because uh-huh. you want to give people time to finish up the expansion. Go do the achievements. Go gather whatever it is that you want to do. But when it's a long time, like at the end of Kata, you, I don't think you can have that. Well, you, I think there needs to be a balance between, yeah, you want to have some time till the next expansion. You also want to build a little bit of excitement and a little bit of anticipation yeah. there. Because generally with expansions, you also have big changes in the gear. You have giant gear resets, for yeah. example, yeah. where all the stuff that you were you know, lusting after in the last expansion gets replaced with the next set of greens. Um, so you want, but you want to give people a chance to get those things done. I agree with you. Cata, I, that long drought is where Cata lost me. That's where yeah. the game lost me. Yeah. I lost a That's lot of people. That's when I quit. Yep. And yeah. so that was definitely too long. On the other hand, you don't want to have these things come out too fast because mm-hmm. I'm already having the problem where I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed at times mm-hmm. by all the things that I've got to get done. I've got to get through Suramar. I've got to do these dungeons. I've got to do this. I've got to go through my class stuff. I have to go through my engineering. And this is just one character. Um, you don't want to overwhelm people at the same time. So there yeah. is a balance that needs to be set. But you're always going to have that balance problem between the people who are playing, you know, several hours a day and they're going after the high level content right from the get go with the tourists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am probably closer to the tourist class where, you know, I like <laughs> to kind tourist. of sniff, I like to smell the smell the roses along the way. Yeah. I like to just see if I can glide from High Mountain to Asuna in one trip. <laughs> and I'm not saying that Blizzard always has to build for me, but building only for the high-level people doesn't work either. Mm-hmm. We've seen that, too. It's tough. It's got to be tough for Blizzard. They, it has to be. Balancing right. everything for so many different play styles and people. So there's that. Um, Mr. Pandaria, time walking is coming in 715, so that'll be nice. Um, they said, I don't know if people are itching to jump into Warlord's dungeons today. And There was a big <laughs> laugh. I did not like the Warlord's dungeons at all i i have to admit i have never set foot in a warlord's dungeon you are not missing anything so but i came late to the expansion so yeah there you go uh the brawler's guild is finally coming back they're gonna have dozens of new bosses that they say um now this is interesting they're gonna have something called rumbles so and this is the way they described it so you know so you go into the arena and you fight the guy and then that's it but there are people along the edge that are watching. Right. Those people are going to get sucked in and they all have to <laughs> no. fight with you. That's going to be fun. I can't wait to see that. That's something I'm going to try because the, the Brawler's Guild is something that I tried and I was good at. And then I started getting bad at it. And then my gear wasn't so good. And I just stopped. I gave up. And, and now I want to go back and 
try it again. Yeah, I'd like to try it again. I was the same way. I was reasonably successful early on, but uh, got hard pretty quick. Yeah, so there's that. Um, the Brawler's Gold is going to be how they do shared rewards. And what uh, what did they? Oh, I didn't write down how they described it. Um, it's like you're you're gonna have something that oh. What was it? What was their reward? It was just something, something good that would happen while you're all there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like a vendor or something like that. So, so that's what Brawler's Gold is going to be. And then there's going to be a basilisk mount. And then, as they described, there are going to be lots and lots of shirts. Shirts. <laughs> shirts. Apparently, there are going to be a lot of shirts that you can hide in the new transmog. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, they're going to be micro holidays. And I love this idea because there are some times when there's a, a too much of a gap between holidays in the game. And right. I love holidays. Oh, so do I. So they, they're talking about Encourage Remembrance Day, <laughs> which uh, I remember being online that day and it was on Whisperwind and the server just kept crashing over and over again. And I really wanted to experience that, but I couldn't because the server kept going down. <sighs> oh, so well. what is on Courage, Remembrance? Well, what happens is the entire server. Uh, or No, was it the server or was it the whole game? I don't, I don't remember if it was the server or the game as a whole, but everybody has to gather materials. Just like, And I still have my... Just like for, for opening on Courage yes. originally? You know, you know the quest that said Alliance needs more Purple Lotus? I mm-hmm. still have that quest in my log, and every once in a while I'll post that in trade chat, and people will get a nice chuckle out of it. But I still have that quest in my log. You've been holding on to that for years as a joke because I love just posting it in trade chat. I mean, that's even better than holding on to your staff of the Archmage Javargoth. That's, <laughs> that's even better. That's true. Oh God, I can remember doing that originally with Renata back in the day. Yeah, back, 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 way, yeah. way back. You know, cue the Wayback Machine here. Um, it used to be nearly impossible to get the uh, the mounts for different uh, for for the different cities mm-hmm. within your faction, such as you know getting the the orc mount for your undead. I remember that really, really, really hard. I spent weeks farming rugged leather. <laughs> yep. To get in good with the orcs, and I got the wolf mount for my undead warrior, Renata. And, I mean, it was just one of those golden moments where I'm running around in Orgrimmar, an undead on a wolf, and, like, people are, like, bowing down. Because yeah. <laughs> it was so hard back then. Now, at yep. least, it's, it's cakewalk. Everyone's got one. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't mean what it used to. So, so there's now here's the thing. So, the, the way they described it is that everybody would be gathering resources up until a specific time, mm-hmm. and then whoever wins that faction's flag will fly over Encourage until the following year. Oh, 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 oh. yes, pride is at stake here. Yes, yeah, so. I'm I'm loving. I cannot wait. I want to bust my hump doing that one because I want that alliance flag up. Yeah, the problem is I live on a server where the alliance well well outnumber the horde, so mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what's going to happen. <laughs> there is volunteer guard day, 
where you can become a guard for a uh, for a certain like a short period of time, and you can send people out like you become an NPC. Oh, that's fun! Yes. Oh, I can't wait to do that. Uh, the hatching of the hippogriffs. So there's there's going to be that. Oh, let me back to the, the the thing about the guard. Yeah. On the alliance, do you remember if you have a quest somewhere around the early twenties where you become a quest giver? Yes. Okay. Uh, the the horde have one in Hillsbrad. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if the alliance had one too. That one's fun. I yeah. I I get a huge chuckle out of that one every time I do it. <laughs> and uh, there's something called boat day, and what boat day is is that you basically just go out onto a boat, um, a thousand needles, you know, the water and thousand needles, and you just hang out, take a vacation day, from from all the crap that's going on in the world, and that's boat day. Okay. Is there any incentive? To... I I don't know. I, they're probably going to tell us as time goes on. Like one, right. seven, one, well, I, I'm going to have to check and see if it's on the PTR, but yeah. I mean, I don't need an incentive for everything, but frankly, that doesn't sound really exciting. <laughs> uh, Blades Edge Arena update. There are going to be some class updates. Um, they're going to be improving some talents to make them more usable. And there were some applause for that one. Oh god yes yeah so so they're but, working on that i know that you know for all of my characters there's some talents that you just look at them and say why would anyone take that one yeah yeah exactly uh well the other thing that they're working on and i said this a couple of weeks ago when they were doing the q a they were talking about how secondary stats are becoming a problem and i've had this problem as well why do i need versatility and uh there's um what's mastery not even mastery it's just it's um oh my god it's it's, i have one piece of gear with it i have leech on one. leech that's the one burst like why do i need leech i I mean it's i guess it's useful but when you only have like two points of leech or something like that it's what am i going to do with that so and and so what they said was they don't like that if you're a fire mage or something like that that you're passing up gear because it doesn't have crit. And the whole time, I'm just like screaming at my monitor going, bring back reforging. Bring back reforging. Yes. I, I know that reforging was a bit of a hassle for some people, but it would solve the gear problem. But the other on the other side of this, what I don't understand is when they're putting the gear together in the database... Why are they putting together things like leech and versatility when they know that people are going to need uh, crit, mastery? You know, there, there are certain. Um, well, they're not secondary stats, but you know, there are certain stats that are, that are more important than others. So right. why would you why would you give a mage something without crit? That makes no sense. What good is that going to do for a mage? Because when I when I have a lot of crit now, like I'm rolling crits like nuts. And then if I take the the crit food, if I eat the crit food, that's it. I'm just like unstoppable. So why would you take that away from people? So so they said that they've heard the complaints about that and they're going to fix it. Well, I mean, one possible explanation is that they only have one, you know, cloth drop for a world quest or whatever and that it's got to fit for mages and for priests. That could be one thing, and they have different needs, but it seems to me that their loot table should be a bit more dynamic than that. Well, here's an idea. Instead of reforging directly, 
why not have a token for an item and then you can take it to an NPC and you can choose which stats you want on it. How about or, that? Or if they want to do a, you know, a nice gold sink, they could do what they do with say tailored items and have mm -hmm. a thing where you can re-roll the stats. There you go. And you may get what you want, you may not, but you know, hey, it's another way to get rid of some gold. Yeah, yeah. So I I like that idea too. Uh where am I? Oh, they're talking about improving the feel of certain classes. They said that there are certain classes that they don't feel feel right. And that got Arcane some mage. <laughs> that got some applause also. Um so they're gonna work on that. And they're adding this is what I wrote down, adding slash Re oh, this is returning. Uh, that should be retuning. Um, adding slash retuning utility. So some classes don't feel like they're useful in a group or a raid or something like that. And they're working. Broke. <laughs> they're working on fixing that also. And this was a big thing when I when I played my alt when um when Legion first came out, and I I just fired up my rogue for the first time. Shroud of Concealment was was gone, and I loved using that in uh, PvP. Mm -hmm. And in battlegrounds, and it was gone. I'm like, oh well, that sucks. Why did they Rogue, take that out? Rogue is my poster child for what am I doing here? Because yeah. yeah, they're great for uh, they're great for soloing. I love to solo rogues because you can sneak past almost all the trash, yeah. and you can just get right to right to the end. It's great for being goal directed. But most of the things that rogues used to be useful for, and I was thinking about this because I've recently be, been rerunning. All these old um, old raids, like you know, on Courage Forty and Nax yeah. and and such, for the ratings with Leashes achievement, only got one more pet to get. And um, I was thinking about, oh my god, they used to use my rogue here in this at this fight in Nax for um, de enraging this guy, and oh, I used yeah. to have to disarm these traps, and I used to have to pick these locks, and. They took all that away. Yeah. All yeah. of it. They did. From um, rogues. And it's like, so rogues just go stabby stab now. Mm -hmm. And I guess you can you can fairly say, well, how does that make them different from mages that just go flamey flame or icy ice? But <laughs> there was, at least they, at least mages can, you know, they can polymorph. Mm -hmm. They they can give food tables. There's There's other things they can do. They took almost all the utility away from rogues. Yeah. Uh, what is the pet that you're missing? I am missing the guy from Blackwing Lair, the uh, the one from, I'm looking at my notes here. Because I'm wondering uh, if I have an extra, I could just hand it to you. Um, Blackwing Banner, the talent, the Death Talon Whelp Guard from Broodlord Lash Lair. All right, let's talk about no, that. No, no, wait a minute. No, that's, that's not the one I'm missing. I, I, I did cross that out. It's in the Temple of Ankaraj. I'm missing the Anubiseth Idol. I think I have more than one of those. From Emperor Vethel. Oh, but Vethel. can I give it to you, or do you have? Does it have to drop for you? Uh, I don't know the answer to that, but we'll find out offline. All right, we'll do that. Uh, That's the only remember. one I'm missing right now. I know there's some selling for like twenty thousand gold. So oh, man. I know there are some achievements where you can't have something handed to you; it has to drop for you. So we'll, we'll check. Oh on that. no, no, I know for the achievement you can do that because I bought several of these on the auction house, and oh. they show up on my my achievement. My question is, there are some pets that you can't um, transfer that way. 
All right, there's I'll, some, I'll see. some pets that don't have that. So we'll 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 we'll, we'll talk offline. Oh, and here I have written yeah PTR right after BlizzCon, so this stuff will be up on uh, PTR now. They talked about seven point two, and this is a little earlier than I expected, but we're going to the tomb of Sargeras. Mm-hmm. Okay, All uh, right. that's fine. I'll take that. Uh, the class order campaign will continue. That's sort of what I expected. Also, uh-huh. um, there's going to be a new faction called the Armies of Legion Fall. So. Yay, more grinding. <laughs> yeah, so right now I'm exalted with everything except um uh with that and um so th- it's just one more, it's not a big deal. Um they're going to be new world quests that of course was expected. And they're going to have a whole new area, so sure why not. Uh now here's the interesting thing. Now here we are in 7.2. So I'm guessing that if they're going to put 715 out before the holidays to make sure that everything is stable before, you know so nobody panics in the you know like the middle of holiday break or something like that mm-hmm. um i'm thinking 7.2 is going to come out maybe february-ish right somewhere around there we're going to be building a base boy this sounds familiar it does sound familiar and you're going to be able to choose uh to contribute to one of the three parts of the base. I don't remember if they said you can get all three at some point, but you are going to have to choose at least one to start with. Mm-hmm. So um, just like in um, Warlords, when you can build like two different kinds of buildings at each um, each spot in each right. zone, it's going to be like that, but except you're going to have to pick one of three. So uh-huh. that's okay. Um, and then they're going to be Legion Assaults. Okay, sort of expected that also. Uh, when these Legion assaults happen, now these Legion assaults are like um, the end of the Warlords expansion when we had the Legion invasion. Uh-huh. The way they describe this is that when these Legion assaults happen, all world quests stop. And oh. they, they go away from the map. And then you have to do the one... Legion Assault, which is just going to be like the end of Warlords. Mm-hmm. And once that's completed, life will go on. So that seemed really interesting. Well, well that's, that's fairly typical when they do those those sorts of invasion things, that it stops other things from happening. Yeah. Well, you know, well, you got to clear up this invasion before you can do this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this will count towards, um, I guess, your current emissary. Um, that's all I have written down. Now, here's the big thing. They talked about um, when you do one of these Legion assaults, one of the places you're going to be able to go to is one of those ships. Remember the ships that were hovering above during right. the Legion invasions at the end of Warlords? You're going to have to get there. Well, how do you get there? You get there on your flying mount. Oh, boy. So Pathfinder Part 2 will be in patch 7.2, and you will be able to fly. Well, that's one of the things that recently came to my attention is in order to finish Pathfinder 1, mm-hmm. I have to finish the the Suramar part of it, which means I have to raid Emerald Dream. No, you can do that on um, LFR now. I know, but I still have to do it. Oh, it was really easy. I did the whole thing in like one night. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Because I was I was kind of bummed about that. I am not a fan of raiding. Uh, yeah, but you don't have to. And you just run in. Now, there are some things that were tricky, and, and that was okay. 
But yeah. I mean, overall, it really wasn't bad at all. Well, and also, and this will, I'll talk about this at the end of our discussion about the, the, um, stuff from BlizzCon that, uh, there will be there. I have another announcement, uh, following up on what I talked about last week about the fail train. Mm, Oh, okay. Uh, so yes, we're going to have flying. Now here's the interesting thing about flying is that not only are we going to be able to fly, we're going to be able to have epic class mounts so if you're a mage you have a disc if you have a priest you have a like an it's like a snowy owl mount or something like that ooh, but, ooh, i love snowy owls but here's the cool part is that if you have like if you're a shadow priest you don't fly around on a nice white owl mount you fly around on a dark mount so and the same thing with your mage you have a fire one you have an ice one you have an arcane disc you know, so each subclass is going to be able to like each, each specialization is going to have their own mount type. So that's really nice too. I know a lot of people think that the disc mount looks kind of stupid. I've heard it referred to <laughs> as a skateboard, but I love it. And I love it for the same reason that I love my old nether wing mounts. Mm-hmm. They're small. Yeah. And especially when you're farming, you can see around you much better than if you're on this big ass Drake. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, Tumas Argaris Raid is going to have nine bosses. Okay, that's expected. Um, and then I stopped writing some stuff because I got distracted with lunch. <laughs> but here's well, the, a good reason to get distracted. Here's the thing. Now, th- this was something that was a little confusing because the way that it was described on stage is that like after we defeat the bosses in Sargeras, uh, mm-hmm. the Tumas Argaris, then what? We have to defeat the Legion. Well, how do we defeat the Legion? We're going to Argus. Now, the way that it was presented on stage, I thought that Argus was going to be the next expansion. But Uh it's not, because later on, during BlizzCon, it was stated that Argus is going to be 7.3. Ah. So... Yeah, because there were some people, because um, I had my Twitter feed open while I was watching this, people were like, oh, Argus is the next expansion. And then I, I think it was like one of those dev interviews that uh-huh. they were doing later on on the main stage. Um, they said, no, you know, we're going to Argus in 7.3. And I just went, wait, what? And I went back. So it was a bit confusing. So, yes, Argus well, is going to makes- be 7.3. It makes sense, because if we're supposed to be defeating the Legion, we have to have an opportunity to, well actually defeat the legion yeah. and face them it's like you know wrath of the lich king wouldn't be wrath of the lich king if you never got to face the lich king yeah uh one of the bosses in tomb of sargeras is going to be the shade of sargeras mm. i'm not going to say what the la- well i get no it's not really a spoiler um kill Jaden is going to be the last boss mm. my thought from a lore point of view was are we you know high enough level to beat or to go to Argus and beat the Legion altogether. I, that's why I sort of felt that maybe um, Argus would be an expansion because it would be like, okay, we finished this story. We, we saved Azeroth. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go and we're going to beat up on Argus in the next expansion, but no, it's going to be 7.3. So I, I'm assuming that. a 10 man raid or a 25 man raid. I don't know. I I have no I don't know if we're going to be able to like explore it like a zone or they, they didn't say it all. All they said was we're going to Argus. That's it. 
I'm really glad, however, that they don't do 40-man raids anymore. Oh, God, no. God, can you, do you remember that nightmare? Like, one person can't make it and the whole thing goes to hell? Oh, well, I can remember. I remember EverQuest in 72-man raids. 72-man raids with no voice chat. No voice chat. I would le- I, I know I've told this story before. I used to lead raids on the Garbage Dragon in the Plane of Innovation. Mm-hmm. And I had hours worth of macros yeah. that I had in there that I would just doing all the raid announcements and such. So, yep. yeah. 72 people with no voice chat. Stop complaining, people. <laughs> uh, so the rest of BlizzCon was very interesting. I was I was upset, though, that some of the more interesting panels were not streamed. So the schedule was on my, you know, my window. Uh-huh. And then on the bottom, it would say, like, the art of this, like, you know, StarCraft or something. Oh, and I know the, you love the, the art. And the voice panels and such. And it says underneath, non-streaming. So I go to the forums, and sure enough, there are a lot of people that are complaining that, look, I understand. I get the whole esports thing. I totally do. But I don't care. Like, right. I don't I don't want to see that. I want to see the behind the scenes. There was something called um, the Blizzard Engineering Panel. Well, that's uh-huh. what I do. I wanted to see that. I, I was so very interested in it. And... No, it's not streamed. Now, Wowhead, uh, they live tweeted it. Yeah, which but that's was, not the same. It's not the same, but they did a good job of it, and it was it was good to know what they were talking about. Right. But I'm gonna send some feedback to BlizzCon and say, look, um, I don't know how you're gonna do it. Maybe have different tiers of BlizzCon streaming, but man, I just don't care about the esports. They should have like you know. Cable has packages where you can have the esports package, right. or you can have the package that shows the the technical uh, talks or yeah. something like that. There should be choices because I'm with you. I I find watching other people play their game a, kind of like watching paint dry. I, I I'm not interested. <laughs> I tried. I mean, even in games that I understand what's going on. I mean. Take, you know, American football, for example. Yay, Giants won. Um, yeah. Actually, no, actually, the, the Eagles lost. There is a difference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the effect was the Giants won. Anyway, I didn't learn to like football until I understood the rules. Yeah. So a lot of these PvP arena things or ones for games I don't play, I don't, I can't even follow what's going on because I've never played the game. Mm-hmm. And even in, in ones where I do understand what's going on, it's a lot of it's happening so fast that even with commentary, I'm not getting a lot out of this. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather watch something about the voice actors, yeah, or the art, or the engineering. And I, I think that with all the technology that they've got today, why don't they have different packages depending on, like you can say. You can buy this package and you can choose one of these two or three different sets of yeah. talks. And also for people who are not interested in some of their other games, who only want the Warcraft information or only want the Overwatch information, there should be options. Yeah, I could see that. Um, maybe they'll do something. In fact, I would even pay like five bucks more just to have the other. Like if they don't want to break it down, that's fine. Um I I just I have some issues with esports and not so much 
how do I put this? I like watching people on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, but esports is it's very different, and I'm not. I'm trying real hard not to make this like a personal thing because it's not. But sometimes the commentators just annoy the piss out of me. And it's not like when you're watching football or baseball, like anybody who watched like baseball, like the Yankee games in the New York area, like Phil Rizzuto and such for all those years. It's different because baseball is a very slow game. Right. Football also has its times when it's like blah, 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 blah. And then there's like 30 seconds of nothing. Did I I tell you I got invited once near the end of my – I don't remember whether I was – Still doing Warcast or not, but I got invited to be a commentator on one of those things. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yes, I was going to be paired with Leroy Jenkins. Oh, that would have been fun. No, I wouldn't have. I <laughs> I told him no, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> I just, well, here's the thing. I say, when I'm watching it, um, I don't know. I, just, I, just, I think it's maybe for me, it's too fast. Yeah, but the, that was the, the thing. I, I was like, I, I have no experience. It was going to be like arena battles, like yeah. three-on-three arena. And I'm like, I've got no experience with arena. I couldn't make intelligent commentary about this. And they're like, oh, no, that's that's fine. Basically, I think they wanted a female commentator. Uh-huh. And that's all they were looking for. And they didn't care whether I sounded like an idiot. And I care whether I sound like an idiot. So yeah. I didn't do it. Um, but, yes, I actually got asked to do that. Yeah, I just I can't watch it. I would rather watch the audio of the game, and 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 just leave it alone because I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But the the talking just it just not I don't know it turns me off. It doesn't it really add does. anything. No, it doesn't. It doesn't add anything. Uh, what else? The costume contest was a lot of fun. Um, Tom, the guy from um, Silicon Valley, he got some flack for some of the things he said. And I have to say, I kind of agree with it. Uh, so what did he say? Well, like, for example, he's up there. He's paid by Blizzard. Uh-huh. And then he, he gets up on stage and he says, Bar, that Warcraft movie was pretty awful, wasn't it? I'm like, oh, my God, you don't do that. Well, it was kind of awful. But it, it's, it doesn't matter if you're... I'm not being paid by Blizzard. So <laughs> I can say that. But if that. you are, why are you, why are you knocking the... And then he, he made some comments about the the cosplayers and such and i just i was just kind of turned off by that you don't insult people that's not that's not funny no it's not um there's a time for insult comedy and that isn't it you know when people have poured i, I know some cosplayers and they pour yeah. their hearts and their souls yep. into their costumes and some of them are just i mean jaw-droppingly incredible i mean i so I haven't sewn in years, but I did so. I've done some costume construction. I know how hard it is. Yeah. And some of the things these people are putting out are just absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. You don't, the, and then to go there and get dissed by this guy? Yeah. That's not, that's not cool. I'm the, sorry. The girl who um, did the Alune uh, costume, she yeah, says she, yeah, she hand sewed that whole thing by herself. I'm like, damn, that's impressive. So... Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, the girl who did Arthas, she was good too. Um, and then the guy who won, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, what was he, he, what was he as a Grumash? Okay. But it was, it was like, it's just a big latex suit mm-hmm. and it, which was, I'm, I'm not dissing the work. It's hard work, but 
I just felt like the girl who did a loon was better. But that's just my opinion. Right. Everyone's going to have their opinions. I I did not watch the feed. I wouldn't have had time to watch the feed, as it turns out. But the costume contest was always one of my favorites. Yeah, I like it, too. I, I really do. Uh, what else? There was um, They did the Overwatch QA, which was good. What I don't understand, though, they started doing this last year, is that um, the World of Warcraft QA, which was always the best, best, best part of BlizzCon, because people would come up and they would ask their wacky questions. <laughs> Starting last year, they know the questions ahead of time. Well, that's not fair. And that's not fun. And then they, they did just the usual random questions for the Overwatch Q&A, and I haven't gotten an explanation from anybody as to why. Somebody said, well, maybe it's because of the redundant questions. Like Somebody would come up and say, well, when are you going to fix Hunters? And then somebody else would come up like five minutes later and say, well, when are you going to fix Hunters? But I don't remember anybody actually doing that. So I may be wrong, but... Um, I really miss the spontaneity of that old WoW Q and A. There's an easy way to fix that, and I've been I've been a participant in Q and As, and I've I've managed Q and As before. It's a super easy way to fix that. You have somebody who you have the person who's actually handling the mic, and you have another person who's handling the person who's coming up next, and yeah. they ask them what is the question you're going to ask. Mm, good point. And. All they have to do is they say, well, what, you know, when the person says, well, when are you going to fix hunters? The first one they let through. The second one they said, oh, we answered that five minutes ago. Do you have another question? Mm-hmm. Very That's easy. Good. It's it's very easy to fix that. The other problem that I found with not just the WoW Q&A, but just like even the, the Overwatch one, was that people lined up. But then there was a... There was like this 30, it looked like on TV, like maybe it was a 20 or 30 foot distance between where they started the line of people and then the distance they had to walk to get to the guy with the microphone. So that time where people just go, you know, like that travel time was really long. And I don't understand why they didn't just pull that mic guy back even half the distance and not to, that was a waste of time. I think it, it may have had something to do with the audio pickup on the, the microphone that there was getting too much interference. Mm, or maybe something. I they, don't know. I don't may know. have been some technical reason for it, but I agree that 30 feet's probably excessive. It was long. It was, it was a big distance. If you looked at it on, on the TV, it was a big distance. So, uh, what else? That was it. Um, there is a YouTube video, of the first six minutes of the Overwatch voiceover panel where the the voice actors that were there, they did their characters. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, would have loved to have seen that. Oh, what else? Did they do that for all of them? Because I I know that uh, I I actually follow the careers of a few of the voice actors who, yeah. are, uh, who do Diablo. Uh, one of them being the guy who played Malcolm on... Um, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Yep. He does a lot of voices for Diablo. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I follow a bunch of voice actors also. So it was it was good. To, in fact, um, I don't know the name of him, but the guy who does the voice of Lucio, he mm-hmm. posted a video yesterday on Twitter uh-huh. of him going and talking to different people um, while they were at Blizzard. So that's that was really fun to watch. That and was, there's people going... Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where do I know this voice from? 
So that was uh, that was fun to watch. Um, but that was that was it for BlizzCon. Um, that I, I think those are all the memorable moments that I had. Um, huh. I just wish that they had more of the artsy behind the scenes panels. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've thought about going there, especially since my father-in-law lives right in that area. So it would be a good opportunity to, to mix those things. But, I, I mean, I hate lines and I hate crowds. But, you know, I, I sort of feel like one of these years I got to go. Yeah. But anyway, I did mention that I wanted to give a little update about Fail Train. I haven't still haven't really gotten a chance to use it much, mm-hmm. but... Apparently, there's been such a good response to it so far that they have officially divided the channel into a Fail Train EU and a Fail Train Oceanic and Americas. Okay. So now people who belong to those different sets of servers uh, are able to differentiate. So nice. it makes it a little easier to find your groups. Nice. Okay. And uh, again, as I said, I, I've mostly just been kind of hanging out in the in their barons chat channel <laughs> and it really is a seems to be a really super nice group of people and i've talked to a couple people on uh, who are on fail train and they wanted me just to to drive home the fact that although they they're also planning to or maybe they have already opened a, a fail train mythics channel that they are still perfectly happy to run normals for people who are needing to learn roles or learn the dungeons from the ground up. Nice. Okay, good. Um, so you have the link for that. I think I posted it last week, but I'll post it again. Yeah, I will. I will send you the link for that. So okay. That can, that can be posted. Um, I checked no more new iTunes reviews. So guys get on uh. that. <laughs> Uh, I think that's everything that I have. The only thing I've been mean, going back to Overwatch, like I said. Um, oh, what else was there? I I started doing um, Dragon Soul because mm-hmm. I wanted to get that last mount. There's an achievement that I can get if I get that last mount. So I guess I'll be working on that every week for three years. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on Dark Moon Fair a little bit. Uh huh. I would point out to you that if you are trying to get tickets for anything, even if you have pegged one of your professions, such as fishing, that the the five-point profession quest also gives three tickets, so it's worth doing. I'm getting some of the, um, some of the legacy uh, transmogs mm-hmm. yeah. for that, so I need to go do that after I'm done with this, And but don't forget to do... Dark Moon Fair because you know, five points on professions is gold in this mm-hmm. prof- in this particular expansion. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's it that I've got for this week. Yeah, same here. So we're I think we're just about at the hour mark now. So yeah, um, I'll be talking more next. I guess um, I'll try and get on the PTR and maybe talk a little bit about that. But I try not to spend too much time on PTR news, right? Because it changes. It changes so much, and I will really try to be prepared, even though I've still got my uh, the TV gig going on until Sunday. So I, But I will really try to actually have some content and be prepared next week. Cool. Well, that's okay. I know, I know. I, we, it, real life does invade every now and again. I know. <laughs> All right. If you want to get hold of Renata, Renata, what is your Twitter ID? 
My Twitter ID is forecast underscore Renata. My Facebook is Renata Kane. I am also on the World of Warcast Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And my email is Renata at worldofwarcast.com. I am Starmike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. That's going to do it for this week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.